Amen. May that question, how, have I done my best for Jesus, re-echo in our hearts as we listen to the preaching of God's Word here this evening. Our guest speaker, again, is the pastor of Bible Baptist Church, Mati. A great friend, a great mentor, especially sa mga da-andres sa simbahan. Sunday school teacher pa na ako sa una. And now, I'm excited to, again, uh, introduce him to you. Let's give a warm applause to Reverend Eli Haliares. Let's give him a big round of applause, please. I'm here and back again. Well, good to see each one of you. What a wonderful and great opportunity for me to to have you tonight. I don't claim this is my pulpit, <laughs> but uh, an opportunity that I can uh, preach before these wonderful people. And maybe some of you I've got acquainted uh, years ago, several years ago. Uh, some of you are new to me. But be that as, as it may, we are all God's people. Amen. If we have visitors here, we are so glad uh, that we, you join us at uh service this afternoon or this evening. As always, with our online service, I'd like to take this opportunity to greet my, my, my people at Madi. They had a great service today. Though we are so thankful sa, sa technology, though several days ago medyo dilimayo ang relationship with the, the Wi-Fi or connections in the internet. But uh, today, no? God has blessed bless it so much na walay problema sa connections. Like, kung may naidoy problema sa connection, my wife will take it over. <laughs> but uh, they're going to have their devotions and, and, and prayer. And that's supposed to be. But, adunay nindot na connection today. Amen. So, I hope karong gabi magpadayon ka siya. And really, the Lord will, will bless us all. No? Pinagis sa minsay sa pulong sa Dios. Amen. Okay. I have to set my eyes on this area, on that area, on that one, this one, and the other one here. In our Bible, please, tonight. And by the way, I need you to pray for the upcoming, uh, I may say, localized fellowship. Because not all, all of us, or as a church, could be able to join a fellowship, but uh, a localized fellowship that will take place on April 1, together with the pastors, good pastors, and brethren at Bible Baptist Church area at Bukidnon uh, province. I hope we can cross the board, because the, the last time we traveled there, kinalam pa mo of travel authorities and uh, health certificate so that you can uh, be approved uh, as visitors to come into the provinces. Pero I hope nga dili kini siya mag-usab, then all be going well sa mong fellowship. And praying for that, that coming fellowship. Uh, because uh, 
glad that we were invited to, to come for that fellowship. So the venue would be on, or the venue would be at Bible Baptist Church, Malay Balay. So the the composite uh, pastors there, brother or pastor Pedrito at uh, Buddha, pastor Willin at Maramag, pastor Leo, the Santos at Valencia, and pastor Michael Cato at Malay Balay are preparing the coming activities on April 1. Just pray for, for us to become a blessing. Greatly blessed uh, among fellowship. 2 Corinthians 5, verse number 7, please, in our Bible. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse number 7, in our Bible, please. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse number 7. Let us read this verse. Just follow me reading as I read it aloud. For we walk by faith, not by sight. For we walk by faith, not by sight. Almighty Father, greatly bless our service, the preaching, to edify the people, to become learned men of the things of God and the things that really you desire for us. O Lord, we commit this through the working power and convicting power of the Holy Spirit in our midst and in our hearts. Give us the right spirit, admonishable heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Walk by faith, not by feeling. So we're going to deal karong gabi o karong hapon on these four things. Feeling, fear, anger, and love. Now, there are times or there are occasions when giving counsel to, to people or people who in need, they're often led by feelings. They're often led by, rather than facts of God's Word, they're often led by, by what they feel. And rather than having the Word of God make straight on their way and in their hearts and in their minds. But getting this point across can be a, a real challenge because many of us are struggling dealing with our, with our feelings. And many Christians today still settle their, their lives based on their feelings and not based upon the fact of the Word of God and faith in His Word that they wanted or the Word of God wanted us to do and follow. I, I find it uh, helping when we have this illustration. So we better recognize, and in, uh, I may introduce unto you one of the old illustrations. For many or other preachers make, and how many of you are familiar with a, an, old, an old train? Kasi sa inyo naka-experience of train, a, a means of transportation. Oh, come on. I'm not, I'm not that old. Okay. How many of you? Please raise your one. Kanang nagod sa inyong tukaran, na train. Ha? Huh? Makita nyo di ha? 
ang 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 train you know my my wife and I live in in a certain place nga dunay train station but not as old as I am going to illustrate tonight kay kaning ako ang gamitong illustration nga train mo kining an old world war train type nga na ay engine tulo ni sila ka gina ginaingot ni sila nga mga nga they, they call it cars the engine car the coal car and the caboose car now the, the caboose is mukani siyang naga ginaguyod okay ginaguyod then the coal car mukani gina sugnuran og coal and and in modern days we have a a, a huge plant that operates with a fuel called coal. Then, the engine car, mokini siya ang nagdagan. Ngamudala sa Osaka direction o lugar, or a destination. So, bear your mind and take that illustration as we're going to have this point. As we consider it, along with our faith, as we walk by faith, and not by feeling. And that is the title of the message tonight. Now, many of us get sidetracked by our feelings. You heard something, or someone had said, Ay, abinakog maunat to. O, pamati rin animo. Diba? Sometimes we get this feeling, di maya kong pamati. Tubagon kasi mga, ayaw pamati ah. Di, di maya kong pamati, di ko kaantog visitation karon, di maya kong pamati, di ko ka-church karon. Gitubag ka ba sa imong pastor nga? Ano sa imong pamati? Mura kong kalinturahon. Ayaw pamati. Go to church! Go to soul winning! Alright? There are some humor views on, 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 that, on, that, on, that, on that case. Now, faith and feeling helps people to see Remember this, it will help us see if we are getting off the track or not. Kung nakita sa rail, railway, munang usa sa mga playground sa akuang wife ka to ang railway, and you tell her this, ayo, 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 ihisgot kang ma'am. Mato na sila sa rilis. Doon nakatrack ang rilis. Di ba? Para mahibawan nila nga dool na ang train, for example, mo na yung release, ang rail. Ilan ang paminawon? Nanay, vibration, bisa pag siguro mga uh, 500 meters away. Pag madungog na nila nga na vibration, mangitan na sila tansan. Nanay, sila ginatigong matans, ipamutang na nila diha sa release, tapos agihan na sa train, PO na sa train, tapos ilan ang bangagahan, tapos December, mangaling-kaling na sila. <laughs> they use it as a music instrument. Now, talking about that, that subject, walk by faith, not by feeling, just imagine if you're looking and having that old steam engine train, as I have told you a while ago. There is an engine car, a coke car, and a caboose. Now, Take this. 
The engine is the fact. The cold car is faith and the caboose is our feeling. Now, fact is what the Bible, God's Word has to say. Faith is your belief, trust, and action upon what God has said from His book, from the Bible. Now, feeling is what you feel. Whether your feelings are based on your faith in God's Word or whether they are a response to some circumstances or some thought in your life. Now, let me ask you, which car pulled the train? The caboose? Of course, the engine. The engine car. Now, who gets the engine going? The cool car. Kinsa itong nagkasunod-sunod? Itong kabus. Itong naka-attach. Okay? Now, the car that gets along as far as the engine or the cool engine could get far, motong kabus. Now, here it is. Oftentimes, kita ang mga kristuhanon or even people, the unsaved, will hear the fact, will hear the truth of the gospel. But they don't believe it. They hear that they ought to believe Jesus Christ as their only personal Savior. And generally, it is about their feeling that prompted them to have it. Feeling. Yung pa sa ilunggo, do nabatsagan ko ginga, do luwas ko, do hindi man. Ha? Do may ginabatsag, do sa wala lang, pero may ginabatsag man. No. No, what? what? When, when generally, they say, they feel and believe on Jesus Christ. But it doesn't matter. Ang pagbati o ang, ang, ang feeling ni mo, na saved ka o dili, it doesn't matter. Okay? Bisa pag mayroon ka, feeling na to, saved ko. Muwag to bakaglangit, based on your feeling. Luwas ka ba, based on your feeling. Then, what if? What if you don't feel being saved? May mga higayon na when we tell someone about the simple plan of salvation, there's, there's nothing a person can do by the feelings to get them saved. What they need is to believe the truth embraced by faith the Lord Jesus Christ as the Savior. Okay? So, the caboose does not pull the train. And that is the feeling. Mokot na ikalagson, kung na-feel ni mo, nga luwas ka, but you do not believe the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, you're still lost. You're not saved. Diba? Tungkol kay feeling lang na. And there are many so-called professing people or Christians, they just, they just, did felt about 
being saved and they don't believe Jesus Christ as a savior. Now that illustration na kung gigamit sa yun na kayo sabton higaleksyon as it relates to a particular person na saved siya or dili sa saved. Now, it can be applied kanimo o kanako isip kristwanon in a certain area sa itong kinubuhi led by your feelings, my feelings, their feelings, rather than by the fact of God's word, faith in Jesus Christ and in His words. Now, for others or for them or even for you, that caboose, uh, kanang caboose, is often pulling the train. But the least, it will derail the train. Okay? Fear. You get anger? It will derail the word of God, the truth. Feeling of love. Three feelings that really try to derail the truth of the word of God. Now, may mga example dari sa pulong sa Diyos ng atuhang katunan i-apply sa atong kinabuhi kining siyano nga kamatuuran that we have heard that we're going to learn tonight. Now, in some areas atong kinabuhi, in which might be your feeling, my feelings, leading us or leading you and prevailing over the truth of God's Word. Tungod sa imulang feeling and not by His Word. Now, makaplakan mo ikaligson that you are living by feeling rather than living by faith. And that is what the Word of God tells us in our text tonight in 2 Corinthians 5 verse number 7 for we, li- for we ought to what? Huh? Faith. We ought to live by faith and not by sight. Ikaligson, adunay tulog kakaso or three cases here na ato makatunan where men walk by feeling rather than by faith. And they walk by what they felt, whether they are happy or not, whether they are uh, insufficiency of their need or not, whether they, they live in, in abundance or not, whether they live in, 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 with the strength, with their capacity or not, if it is based on feeling and not by faith. Based on sight and not by faith. Here, is it. Here it is. First Kings chapter 19, verses number 1, or First Kings chapter 17. That we were going to have chapter 19. First Kings chapter 17. Here is a man, the prophet of God, called Elijah. And here, the Bible tells us that Elijah... God hath told, God hath commanded, God hath equipped, God hath provided stand, God hath miraculously and greatly used to bring God's warnings and to bring repentance and to get right with God, all the children of Israel, including the leaders. We find it here in our text. First Kings chapter 7 or 17. There you are again. I really don't like you. I'm talking with the fan. First Kings chapter 17 and in verse number 1. The Bible tells us here, 
chapter 17, verse number 1. And Elijah the Teshbite, who was of the inhabitants of Gilead, said unto Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel liveth, before whom I stand, there shall let me do no rain these years, but according to my word. Look at that. King of Israel. Great King Ahab. When Elijah was a great, great man of faith, we've learned from his life. We've learned from uh, several Bible uh, reference in the New Testament how that Elijah portrayed a great life of faith. The Bible tells us that he stopped the rain by prayer. He stopped the rain by prayer. Not he, did, not, he didn't stop the rain by many the 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 deforestation. The forest, uh, how do you call that? He didn't stop the rain because of uh, global warming. He didn't stop the rain because of uh, many elements effect and atmosphere differences nowadays. He stopped the rain by prayer, the Bible says. Now, look at here. Elijah feared Jezebel. Elijah feared Jezebel. Now we learn on, this, on, on, on several accounts that how Elijah performed greatly, performed God's power through him. Now in verse number 8, the Bible says, verse number 8, And the word of the Lord, that is a fact, came unto him, saying, Arise, get thee to Zarephath, which belongeth to Sidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow to feed thee there, to sustain thee. Okay? To sustain thee there. Got to your eyes here because of this stuff. The word of the Lord. The word of the Lord. And what the word of the Lord hath, hath told Elijah? Go to someone that is poor, a widow. And imagine, in, in that situation, like as we, ha we are having pande pandemic here, that those days were a great famine for three and a half years. Famine that, you see people died, you see people dying, you see people in, in, in you know, without food, died in hunger. Died in, in, in some collateral uh, damages because people will get rabble. People will, 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 will maybe adunadaghang tulis during those times because people wanted to survive for three and a half years of famine. So he comes a widow. He believed because of the fact the word of God tells him or commanded him to go to that poor widow and that would always sustain during that time. Sustain, have enough food to feed him. Look, mukhang kang maturan. Nagingon sa ginokang Elijah. Okay? 
Here in chapter 17, verse number 9, Arise, get thee to Zarephath, which belongeth to Sidon, and dwell there. Who knows about Zidon? Who knows about Zarephath? That is the queen's, Jezebel's, hostile territory. And Elijah is not welcome there. Elijah uh, considered as a public enemy number one. For many of those sons of the prophet died because Jezebel hunted them. And look at look look at Elijah. He raised the dead. The son of the widow in verses number 22 to 23. And, and look what the Bible tells us here. Chapter 17, verse number 22 to 23. And the Lord heard the voice of Elijah. And the soul of the child came unto him again and he revived. Try to imagine. The Lord fed him. You know, the cruise of oil was there. Always sustaining him for... For, for everyday need. Adunay, adlaw, adlaw. Matingala ka. Nasilay, you know, stuck na po. Okay? That, that cruise of oil. Everyday. Di ba ingon niya? Ingon pa ni Elijah. Okay? Na ako diri ron, kay gigutom ko. So, pakaunon mo ko, pero pakaunon mo ko una. Okay? Dili ka tong, dili ka mo, dili, dili, <laughs> sounds so inconsiderate. Dili ka mo, dili, dili mong anak, ako gyan doon ah. Pakauna ko. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Di ba ka nang, ka nang maingong ka muran magsubra pastulis? Okay. But that is a fact. God has told Elijah, the widow will feed you there and sustain you there. Great. And God indeed. And look, what again, we, we found Elijah, we learned Elijah that he is the one responsible defying the prophets of Baal. He's the one responsible. He called down fire on the sacrifice at, at Mount Carmel in chapter 18, verses number 36. And he slew the prophets of Baal, and there were 450 prophets of Baal. He's the one. Ang mga propeta ni Baal, muna-muna sila, ipaningot na tanay nilang lawas, nagkadugo-dugo na. And they offered up their, their, their own kind of sacrifices and performed those acts. Nothing happened. But when Elijah did, ilang ipuno, nagkalot pa sila around the altar. Gibasa. Dili lang yun, nagiwisik-wisikan o basa kung dili. Gihomol o basa. Then fire came down on the sacrifice at Carmel, at Mount Carmel. He slew that prophet of Baal. Brought the rain again. And, 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 and look at me, please. In James chapter 5, verse number 15. James chapter 5, verse number 15. James chapter 5, verse number 15. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he hath committed sin, they shall be forgiven him. Verse number 18. And he prayed again. And heaven gave rain, and the earth brought forth her fruit. 
A while ago, we talked about how that Elijah told King Ahab, the king of Israel, that there would be famine, that there would be no rain for three and a half years. And he said so. Right after then, when Elijah told King Ahab, wala na ulan. Adunay dakong kamala. For three and a half years. Adunay famine. But look, Elijah, who feared Jezebel, brought the rain again. As what we have read a while ago in James chapter 5, verse number 18. Now, your Bible there, chapter 5, verse number 18, because we're going to turn our Bible there once again in 1 Kings chapter 18, verse number 44. 1 Kings chapter 18, verse number 44. Atong basahan ang pag-usap. 18, verse number 44. And it came to pass at the seventh time that he said, Behold, there ariseth a little cloud, okay, out of the sea like a man's hand. And he said, Go up, say unto Ahab, Prepare thy chariot and get thee down, that the rain stop thee not. And it came to pass in the meanwhile that the heaven was black with clouds and wind and there was a great rain and Ahab rode and went to Jezebel. The hand of the Lord was with Elijah. Paano nagkaulan? Same as what Elijah did. He prayed again. Look, a great man of God, great prophet of God because of Fear. That moment of weakness, that moment of exhaustion, well, he performed great power and miracles, faith, when he was exhausted, fear, that derailed his life. The caboose derailed his life. He feared for his life. Okay? Feeling. He feared for his life. It derailed the train. And that fear is a bad car. <laughs> that fear derailed him. Now you can feel how that, that Elijah felt. Nabati niyang kahadlok and listen. He, he na, nabati niyang kahadlok, then fear of perceived but unreal danger. Okay? Muno niyang nabati. Dabi niyang kahadlok ang kang Jezebel. Ha? Nidagan siya babayi. Was an hadlok ang Ahab. Pero nidagan siya babayi. Ha? He perceived because of fear. He perceived and he ran for his life. But with unreal danger. Because we, we all even knew nga si Elijah, ang yang That moment of, that moment of weakness, that moment of exhaustion, he ran from Jezebel. He feared for his life. And now, fear of rejection, fear of ridicule, 
fear of failure. Mo kanang mga butang nga nagaabot sa atong kinabuhi. Nga nagalabaw tabon ngadto diha sa kamatuoran ug sa atong pagtuo. Mao ang ginahimo nato ang makina pero dili kadagan mao ang ginahimo nato muuna. And that prompted to derail our faith and even the word of God because of feeling. Diba? You're someone? May mga tungod nabati ni sila nabati nila nabati nila that they are being deprived nabati nila because they, they, they just felt so alone having the battle having the fight like Elijah did. Muna yan nabati. At that instance, at that at the time of weakness, that moment of weakness, that he really felt. Na walang ginoo. Okay? Murag na watong kalit katong mga ang kusog ko, ang gahom sa Diyos. Nagipadayag for, for hundreds of those witnesses surrounded and those who, who, who stood against him and he defied through the power of God. And yet, with just a woman. He ran for his life. The same what happened to Saul. Moment of exhaustion, moment of weakness ruined his life. You remember Peter in, in the book of Galatians, in the epistle of Paul? Nadunay misunderstanding, nadunay kabikil dito. Because that is what, how, 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 Peter felt. No. Manang, uh, a bigger, a bit of compromise. Motong naka derailed nga to dia. His conduct derailed or his conduct with the Gentiles in Galatia. Do you have that fear? That is a caboose. That is a bad car. Take that coal. Take that engine of truth, faith, and not the caboose. <laughs> not your feeling. Second, we find it here in Numbers chapter 20, verse number 7 to 13. Now, on this account, we've learned about Moses' anger against Israel. Moses' anger against Israel. Turn with me, please, in Numbers Numbers chapter 20, verse number 7. And in verse number 7 to verse number 13. Numbers chapter 20, verses number 7 to verse number 13. And the Bible says, And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Take the rod, and gather thou the assembly together, thou and Aaron thy brother, and speak ye unto the rock before their eyes. And it shall give forth his water, and thou shalt bring forth to them water out of the rock, so that so thou shalt give the congregation and the beast drink. And Moses took the rod from before the Lord as he commanded him. That is a fact. That is the truth. God told him. Moses, verse number 10, And Aaron gathered the congregation together before the rock, and he said unto them, Hear now ye Rebels, here now, ye rebels, must we fetch you water out of this rock? 
Verse number 11, And Moses lifted up his hand, and with his rod, he smote the rock twice, and the water came out abundantly, and the congregation drank, and their beast also. And look, verse number 12, And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron, Because ye believed me not to sanctify me, in the eyes of the children of Israel, therefore ye shall not bring this congregation into the land which I have given them. This is the water of Meribah, because the children of Israel strove with the Lord, and he was sanctified in them. Now, Moses, who led the children of Israel out of Egypt. Moses, the one who, with the, with the hand of God, gave the Egypt or the people of Egypt experienced bad condition because of the plagues. Moses who did smite the Red Sea. Moses who, who performed great miracles among the congregation of Israel before the eyes of Pharaoh. Led, led the captives free from the bondage out of Egypt. Here is Moses. Met God at the burning bush. And there was God's assurance of power and strength. Moses, there, he saw the signs God gave him for Israel to believe. That he is the Redeemer, their Savior. He performed the plagues before Pharaoh. And there was a great contest before the, 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 the prophets and, and, and the prophets of, of, of Baal and their gods. Who, and who prevailed? Moses and his God. Moses and, and uh, God's great miracles. Here is Moses. He parted the Red Sea. He received the manna God has provided all along with this, with God's power. And in him brought forth the water out of the rock. He's the one who received the law from God. He's the one Nag, 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 nag fast, nag fasting. Forty days with God. And not just once, but twice. He received the law. Like the children of Israel in the wilderness, with the mighty hand of God, with great power. They all experienced that. And yet, in a moment of weakness, he disobeyed God, struck the rock twice instead by just to stick to the rock. Now, in this situation, who now the rebels here commit the sin of rebellion? Now, Moses struck the rock. He did this because he was angry. In the Psalms 106, verse number 32. Psalm 106, verse number 32. In our Bible, please. Psalm 106, verse number 32. To verse number 33. They angered him also at the waters of strife. So that it went ill with Moses for their sakes. Because they provoked his spirit, 
so that he spake and advisedly with his lips. You see? That caboose of anger derailed him. That caboose of anger led Moses to enter into the promised land that God had made a promise towards him. He was among them. Nawala, nakasulod dito sa so sad for Moses. Because all along, ang iyang, what an effort, great effort. You know, what is more challenging taking the children of Israel, millions of them, can you just imagine that? With different behavior and attitude and, and likeness. But he led them away from, from Egypt. Who would take the challenge facing the king of Pharaoh? Nga doon ay kasuko, doon ay kapungot, doon ay kabangis. Who would have faced a greater challenge than facing the soldiers of Egypt that wanted to overtake them and kill them all but there, the hand of God saved them. And Moses was there. He striked the Red Sea. But a moment of weakness, a moment of exhaustion, Moses disobeyed God and struck the rock twice because he was angry. And that, that anger, that anger, and we sometimes let our, our, our hearts, our, our, our situation in, that, in, such, in such case, anger. Let us to believe that we are right. Anger, let us to believe that we are in the right position to condemn somebody. Anger, let us in a place where what they tuuhan. Look, Moses here. He rebelled against God. And in verse number 10, you know Moses, rebuild them. Pero notice here, Moses called them rebels when he was in rebellion. <laughs> because of anger. Fact, faith, and feeling. Fact, the word of God, faith to embrace what God had said, had promised, that we ought to obey. And there is our feeling. And it will take even such a long ride, Satan Kinabuhi, in telling us our feelings. Get rid of our feelings. Take God's word, live by faith. Lastly, in Second Samuel chapter thirteen, and in verse number one. Second Samuel, chapter thirteen, verse number one. Again, Second Samuel, chapter thirteen, verse number one. Second Samuel thirteen, verse number one. Hmm. 
nyo ay not on the feeling na uh, wala nimo ginagamit imong Bible ug di pud ingon nga nagpahambog ko bago akong Bible <laughs> magpilit and like I, I got my my old uh, you know that old torn Bible ako ang gibayan ako sa gigamit sa gamiton ako but I, I I'm satisfied without using it uh, every opportunity to preach so kuno nga kay ah si mama pyang Bago ko na kong Bible, ma'am. Okay. And anyway, 2 Samuel chapter 13, the same experience where other preachers or pastors had experience when ha- having their <laughs> newly turned sa ilang, sa ilang Biblia. Where are we now? 2 Samuel chapter 13, verse number 1. Verse number 1, please, in our Bible. And it says, And it came to pass after this that Absalom, the son of David, 2 Samuel 13 verse 1, the son of David had a fair sister whose name was Tamar, and Amnon, the son of David, loved her. Loved her. Now Amnon was, wasn't particular. And, and kung imo mabasa, ang kinabuhin Amnon, hindi kayo particular when it comes to a life living by faith. It doesn't talk about his faith, not particularly about his faith. But what the Bible tells us here that he is the king's son. The king's son. You know, we are a child of the king. And we get saved. We, we claim that we, we have that, that privilege, that opportunity by the grace of God. And God considered us as his, his sons, his children. But how about our faith? Now, he loved Tamar. The Bible didn't, didn't, didn't tell us that he thought he loved Tamar, but the Bible tells us he loved Tamar. Then, And in a plot to have her, he violated the law of God. Because of love, because of that feeling, because of, of, of that strange feeling called love. He violated the law of God. He violated the facts of the word of God. Because he wasn't supposed to have his sister. But he did. He committed that sin of fornication. He fornicated. Now that caboose derailed his thing. That feeling derailed his life. And after he had her look, after he had Tamar, what then? He hated her. In 1 Samuel 13, verse number 15. That process of hatred overshadowing love may, may not be instant. That took several years, in fact. He, he hated her. You know, based on our relationships, and we often tell people, our young people, that we ought to base our decision, having someone that we love, based on in the guidance of the Word of God, not by our feelings. 
mo nang mo nang giniingon sa yung ginikanan nga na naloko na ano man in love man god <laughs> di ba wa na kadimao derailed nang una-una derailed nang direction wala na god right because of that bad taboo the result is that they base the relationship on their feelings rather than on the faith of God. Faith in His Word. Remember, feeling change. Feeling change. Gitik-gitikon ka lang. Pero timan eh, as it passed by, wala na gitik. Wala po. Because you have a bad caboose. God's word never changes. God's direction will lead you. And this, listen to me now. This, this is a real forever for those of you young people. <laughs> you wanted to have a forever? Take his word. Live by faith and not by sight. Not by feelings, but faith on His Word. Follow His Word. Follow God. You and we must be certain of God's leadership in our choices. You must be, you know, you must know, you must be certain nga ang ang ginoo has its direction sa imong kinabuhi that leads you in a right relationship making choices not your feeling how do you feel today tell it to the lord how do you feel today feel exhausted do you, do you have that moment where you are so weak Have the fact, embrace, increase that faith again. And in my conclusion here tonight, we have just looked at three feelings, fear, anger, and love. That they overshadowed faith. We've learned from the great men of God. We've learned from heroes of faith. We've learned from how that they live. They have the strength all over when they have their enemies, God has protected, God has manifested great strength towards them. God has released that people could no longer perform, or people haven't done anything yet, but God was there. What they need is to believe it continually by faith. Embrace the fact each man affected affected Anuman. They walk by faith because, not rather than walking. They walk by, by feelings not rather than walking by faith. Now, we're talking about real life as a Christian. That isn't about feeling. That is all about faith in God. To avoid getting derailed by your feelings, you must trust God 
To avoid getting derailed by your feelings, you must have faith in His words. To avoid getting derailed by your feelings, you must let feelings take care of itself. And allow God to perform its, His, 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 His wondrous works sa imong kinabuhi. Now that kabus, magana-anara na sa imong lubot, <laughs> sa imong likod, tig-sunod-sunod. Your feeling. Your feeling. That, 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 that feeling, higalagson, they won't derail you if you have faith in the Lord, have His, have, have His, have your faith established and rooted, grounded. Yes, ang pulong. Pero kana po, kanang feeling that will pull you away from, from God. If you base on that. As I close, 2 Corinthians 5, verse number 7, Be assured of, every believer, every worker, every faithful, faithful Christian ought to walk by faith and not by feeling. If you are here tonight, if you are watching us, maybe you just felt about Having, ha, ha, getting saved, but you're not saved because you don't believe Jesus Christ as your Savior. Na, na feel animo being religious. Na feel animo e, e, you have that feeling uh, because you are inside the church. Church cannot save you. So pag magbalik-balik ka diri sa simbahan, musulod ka diri, you spend your time here, you go beyond the limited time of getting into church or, and, and having your religious uh, ceremonies or, or anything that you, that you are now following. But that will not lead you to heaven. That will not get you saved. You need to have the truth of God's word that he died for you. He was buried. He rose again. That is the Lord Jesus Christ. Receive Him as your Savior. Believe Him. That He alone can bring you to heaven. But by rejecting it, because you, you felt about your religion is so good, you felt about yourself is so good, perfect. We have here the Word of God declares it, the truth. The only way and the only way to get saved is Jesus Christ. Christians, don't dwell on your feeling. Don't dwell on your anger. Don't dwell in your, in your so-called fleshly and, and adorable kind of feeling. Take God on it. Have His word. Live by faith and not by sight. Bow heads and pray, Heavenly Father. How greatly that we have Thy word admonish and edified us. Truly, the Father. We have our moment of weakness and exhaustion in this life. But rejuvenate our faith. Help us once again reconnect and increase this feeble-minded and, and faith to get on fire for the Lord. There are many times feelings get us derailed and not to get so close on the things that you wanted us. But ruin, 
devastated, destroyed, a life filled with doubt, a life filled with uncertainties. Because we base it on our feelings and not by faith in the, the Word of God. As we extend this invitation, convict the Holy Spirit every heart. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You can raise your hand if you have that need tonight. You can just barely raise your hand as the Lord. You may have that moment that you're so exhausted and you really feel to decide and to quit. Hang on there. He is a God. Hang in there with faith and in His Word. Don't lose hope. Where everybody in this world losing hope, we have Christ, we have His Word. When someone will tell you, oh, you're dead enough to quit, God's not dead. His Word liveth. Take that faith alive. Live and let it live by faith. You can raise your hand. Whatever your commitments, whatever you. Is there anybody here? Brother Romero? Many of us are. There are lots of Christians today. They are labeling their, their lives that they've been here. They are old folks. They, 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 they truly believe that they are learned men and they, they are to, to, to consider them because they've been through this and through that. Faith is not based on experience. It is based on what God, how the Lord moves. You may good today and be bad tomorrow if it is based on your feelings. But if it is based on, on faith, the fact of His Word, whether there are good or bad, whether there are ups and downs in this life, God and His Word tells us we can be more victorious and more than conquerors if we live by faith. But remain. I would like to invite everyone to please stand, and even those watching us live with our heads bowed and our eyes closed. I know God is working in our midst, and I don't know the needs of everyone, but God's Word says, There are many devices in the heart of man, but the commandments of the Lord, that shall stand. God's will must prevail over human emotion. I don't know what your need is, but only God can supply that. Let's bow down our heads and let's commit to the Lord as we have two verses of our invitation song. Brother Mark, please. I sing, I surrender all, all to Jesus I 
saved, receive the Lord today. If you need to pray for someone, you need to pray for yourself, do that at this time. Everyone needs a friend. Everyone needs your prayer. Our second verse, Brother Mark, please. God has been good to us. Thank you very much, Brother Toto and uh, Mamelin. God has been good to us uh, last week, this week. Another fresh week to be a blessing. Uh, please do continue to pray for uh, those who are sick and those who are ailing. Remember Brother Michael, Brother June Batao, Sister Chloe Dui, uh, Chanel Anwengo, and uh, others who are uh, not feeling well. Please be praying for them. Please be praying also for our ministries here in church. And as we slowly no, uh, revive our ministries, and especially on soul-winning efforts, Nato, uh, please do pray for the safety of everyone. Brother Ellie, thank you for the wonderful message this morning, as well as uh, this evening in behalf of our pastor and the church. Thank you very much. Please send our regards to the brethren dito sa Bible Baptist Church, Mati. And we hope that we could be able to meet again uh, in the coming uh, months or years, no? Lord willing. The Lord will provide. Let's bow our heads and let's go to the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, dismiss us with your blessings upon us, Lord. Please continue to bless this wonderful church family. And Lord, we pray that you continue to use us. 63 years have passed and that's already over, Lord. Help us to start afresh, to start anew, and help us to be revived again, to do more and to be more for Thee. Continue to speak to us, Lord, please. And continue to challenge us for your glory and for your honor. We pray for members who are not feeling well. We pray, Lord, for our senior citizen. We pray, Lord, for our young people. We pray even, Lord, for our parents who are struggling to make ends meet and to provide for their families. Our hearts go with them, Lord, and may you supply their needs. 
physically, even spiritually. Lord, we pray also for those who will be traveling, those who will be going uh, through uh, the checkpoints as we go through this uh, holiday uh, part of the week, Lord. We pray for your traveling mercies to be upon everyone. And more importantly, Lord, may you gather us back here uh, next Sunday and even this Wednesday to gather again as your people to worship you in spirit and in truth. Again, Lord, we bring you back all the glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you very much. You are dismissed. Again, I'd like to ask this wing to uh, please be seated. We'll go uh, first uh, with uh, this wing uh, as they go down. Again, thank you very much.